Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn on things like gas, groceries, and even that midday latte. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yep, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. Hey guys, it's Rach. Welcome to another episode of the show and a new episode of our series, Ask Rach Live. So hopefully you have seen me talking about my podcast tour that I'm on right now. It's called Happy in the Same Pants and it's a conversation about how we hold joy at the same time that we hold pain. How do we hold goodness at the same time that we hold grief? This is something that I've gone through a lot in my life and I wanted to have conversations with y'all about it. I will tell you that the tour is like 95% funny stories. We have had so much fun. I've only done four cities so far, LA, New York, Phoenix and Salt Lake City, but I can tell you that it is exceeding every expectation I have. We are having a blast. I hope that you will join us in an upcoming city that's Boston and Toronto this weekend. That's Nashville, Atlanta, coming to San Diego, Sacramento, and a few more that I have not announced yet. But in every single city stop, I do a live Q&A with the audience. So as much as there's funny stories, there's also real talk. There's also a unique conversation that can only happen in that specific city, in that specific room on this particular night, which I love. It means that every conversation in every single city is slightly different than the one before it. And today, I wanted to bring you some of those moments from Ask Rach Live. This is where women in the audience have asked me questions. And so far on tour, I have had questions about everything, about how to make a change in career, about how to start a small business, about how to help a college-aged child with emotional insecurity and how to help them sort of find their wings and fly. I've had questions about losing a parent. I've had questions about finding love. I'm getting it all, which is so fantastic because something magical happens when we all get in a room together. Not only am I having a conversation with the person asking a question, but you have this group of 500 women and a few good dudes who are holding space for truth and 
the hard stuff and working through things. And there's something incredible that happens when you're looking at another person and you're seeing your own story reflected back at you. I thought that maybe y'all would like to hear these stories and that's what I'm bringing you today. These are a couple of really cool moments from the tour and I'm gonna put a link in the show notes if you wanna grab your tickets. I don't know how many more cities I'm going to be adding, so keep your eyes peeled for what's coming next, and I super, super, super hope that you will come hang out with us and laugh a little, maybe cry a little, definitely get some motivation, but also meet some like-minded people in your community. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is my podcast. I spend so many hours of every single week reading and listening to podcasts and watching YouTube videos and trying to find out as much as I can about the world around me. And that's what we do on this show. We talk about everything, life and how to be an entrepreneur. What happened to dinosaurs? What's the best recipe for fried chicken? What's the best plan for intermittent fasting? What's going on with our inner child? How's therapy working out for you? Whatever it is my guests are into, I want to unpack it so that we can all understand. These are conversations. This is information for the curious. This is the Rachel Hollis Podcast. I want to explore this in real life. I want to actually talk to you guys because this concept is something that makes so much more sense when you hear another woman or another dude talk about how this manifests in their life. So earlier this evening, you saw a handsome gentleman go around and he took your questions. This is the moment where you decide if God has me pull your card out of this box and you don't want to talk about it, Just don't raise your hand, and we'll do it anonymously, okay? Y'all wrote some, you wrote a diary entry, okay. I love you too! Okay, I like it, it somehow works for exactly what we're talking about, and yet is different. Uh, So, this is what strategies do you suggest for finding and pursuing one's purpose and passion in life. No big deal. I actually have a really good answer for this. Uh, uh, who, did anyone want to say if this was yours? Oh, fantastic, okay, great. Will you tell us, in whatever way you feel comfortable, will you tell us what's going on in life that you feel like you're struggling with purpose and passion? Uh, primarily uh, in my career, I spent uh, 10 plus years in healthcare. Um, and kind of right before 2020, I completely switched and went into real estate um, and uh, title examining. Um, and now I'm kind of still in real estate with the state of Montana. Um, okay. But uh, I definitely have like, this lifelong dream to be an entrepreneur. I just don't really know where to start. Um, but I like the idea of being my own boss, working from home, working from wherever I want. I just don't really know where to start. <laughs> so, um, just just so I can understand a little bit better, as a realist, are you a real estate agent? No. Oh, okay, uh, got it. I was a title examiner, so like when you close on your home. Oh God, my mom works in title. It's yes. the literal worst. <laughs> it's the worst. It's so hard. It's you don't. I mean, have you guys ever bought a house? All those papers that you have to sign. Someone has to organize all of the escrow and title. It's so freaking hard. I'm. You should leave that immediately. <laughs> Look, 
it sounds like it's so simple, you're like, easy for you to say, right? <laughs> but do you know how many ways there are to pay your bills in life? There's so many freaking ways to pay your bills, but we get stuck inside a mentality that says, it's a good job, yeah. they got a 401k program. And I don't want to be weird, but you could get hit by a bus tomorrow. <laughs> and your 401k program is not going to do anything yeah. for you. It didn't make your life more vibrant or exciting. didn't give you passion. Right. Like, if you know, it's like, you, every single person in this room, you freaking know in your gut. You know when something's not right. You know when the relationship's not right. You know when the job is not right. Your spirit is talking to you. I believe God is talking to you. And she is telling you, like, girl, you got to do something that lights your heart on fire. Because we don't know. I have done, anyone ever come to a RISE conference before? Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming back. Um, I cannot tell you. I, I do these women's conferences. I've done them for years. And this is, it sounds so morbid and I don't say it in this way, but every time we have a conference, every time, within two weeks, I'm getting chills, within two weeks of the conference, we will get an email from someone's husband, someone's mama, someone's sister telling us, oh, I'm like full body chills right now, that a person who had come to the conference died in a freak way. They got hit, they, they didn't really get hit by a bus, but like a car accident or something happened, something crazy. And if you've been to a RISE conference, you know, going to those things, you feel like, whether it's mine or someone else, you're like, I can't do anything! The world's about to change! Like, you're so pumped up, you think, and so I always just think, oh my gosh, these women did this thing, they invested in themselves, they went to this weekend, and hopefully they met friends and, and had fun, and they thought, this is the start. This is the start of something new. And they had no idea that two weeks later, they weren't gonna be here anymore. This is something that has shown up in my life again and again and again, and I cannot believe all of the people that I have lost, but if there is one thing that I take out of that, it is that tomorrow is not guaranteed. And if tomorrow is not guaranteed, you cannot waste this day. Life is too freaking short to go to work and dread it. And I know that there are people in this room who dread going to work. And yes, there are times in our life where we have to work two jobs or three. You got babies, you got bills to pay, you gotta do what you gotta do. But at the same time, you do have slivers, you have pockets, you have timing, you like find an hour, find two hours, start pursuing, start researching. What are, what are other entrepreneurial jobs? Can I start a side hustle? Can I do a thing? Could I get into real estate? I already know this business. Or you said that you want to work from anywhere. Okay, I'm going to get a camper van and convert it and be like those cute girls on Instagram who like show videos of their life where they're like, morning, here's my matcha, uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm just jealous, by the way. But like whatever it is, go do it. I personally like the thing where you just jump into the deep end and figure out how to swim once you get there, but that's not for everybody. Some people have to dip a toe in the water and then it's like the ankle and then it's up to the knee and they keep going until this becomes who they are. But my actual belief about the idea of purpose, finding your purpose, I think it's a marketing ploy. I think it's something that became really popular and I used to say this, like, this is pursuing purpose. But that was because I hadn't gotten punched in the face by life enough. Life was like, this is your purpose. 
There are people who will devote their entire lives to becoming an evolved version of themselves who still don't know their purpose on this planet. But if someone can convince you that without a purpose, you don't have worth, or you don't matter, or you're not allowed to use your voice, you're not allowed to put it out there, then they can get you to buy their course, or follow them, or learn, like, you're gonna figure out your purpose along the way. And by the way, in some seasons of life, my purpose was keeping a baby alive. And some seasons of my life, my purpose was doing a women's conference. And some seasons of life, my purpose was eating beans on the couch. <laughs> it changes. I don't believe that every single purpose, or that every single person has to know their ultimate purpose to live with purpose. Every single day you could get up and you could be like, I'm going to this job and I'm gonna get paper cuts and it sucks. <laughs> but you know what? I can be the light in someone's life today. I, I was, I, I told you guys, I was at the airport today and I was, I was really anxious about not making my flight because I really wanted to be here. And whenever I start to get anxiety, I always pray and I'm like, oh, just help me get out of this. Help, like, show me something to do to get out of it. Because that anxiety for me, that's all ego. It's me, 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 me. Oh, what's gonna happen to me? And so what I feel like guardian angels or God, what, what they always show me in that moment is like how to help, how to serve. And it can be something really simple, right? Like complimenting someone's outfit or buying coffee for the person in line behind you. Today for me, I was going through uh, security and um, you know how they have like the trays and then they get down to the end and they're just like piling up, piling up, piling up and it's keeping the conveyor belt at TSA from moving forward. If you don't stack your tray, you're a jerk. <laughs> you're a monster. So I watch this group of like six people at the trays completely ignoring the fact that nothing else could get through as they waited for their bags to be checked by the TSA person. And so I was like, I'm gonna stack trays. And there were so many, I was like, I was like, when you're pissed that your kids didn't clean up after themselves, and you're like, I'll just do it. And I was dead eyeing these people like, I'm putting the trays, because you're not putting the trays. And then I got over myself, and then I just stacked all the trays in the TSA line, and it's so stupid and simple. But I hope that I was helpful to someone in that moment. I am taking my four children away this weekend to go skiing. And I think if you're a parent like me, you understand how important it is to have a kitchen available to you when you have four kids, which is why Airbnb is always the place that I head to just make the vacation easier. And I have always used Airbnb as a place to stay, whether it was for work or family or a girl's weekend. But more and more, my friends are using Airbnb in a totally different way, as a business, as a way to invest in property and earn money for it. While you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle, and it's a great way to earn some extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
Almost every morning of my life, I have oatmeal. Seriously, during the winter, having something hot in the morning really makes a big difference in my day. Quaker has been a trusted name in oatmeal for over 145 years, which means they've been milling oats since before the invention of the zipper, the stop sign, or ballpoint pens. Quaker has something for everyone, whether it's old-fashioned or quick oats that are good for cooking or baking. And while a ton of things have changed, the good stuff remains the same. Quaker, getting up to some good since 1877. Look for Quaker Oats at your local grocery store. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. It's little things. Purpose doesn't have to be massive. In fact, so many people live lives of incredible purpose and we will never know their names. Like you said, you're a teacher, right? Um, what grade do you teach? High school. The Lord be with you. <laughs> right? Does anyone have um, a high school teacher that you can remember that you freaking loved? Like you just loved? I tell you that I, I can already tell, just based on your glasses and your outfit, that you're a favorite. I can tell. Yeah, so you know, the kids love her. They secretly call her by her first name and think it's cool. Um, mine was Mrs. Giacchetti. She was my English teacher. And I, perfect. I, no, no, I love it. But here's the thing. I would not have thought about books the way I do. I would not have thought about writing. Oh, it's like so crazy that I'm going to get emotional about my high school English teacher. But this is the power that people who live and do purposeful things. Mrs. Giacchetti was my teacher in the year after my brother had died. And it was really traumatic for me. And my family was falling apart. And I hated every part of school except her English class. And I remember that she introduced me to Zora Neale Hurston and some of the most amazing female writers. And I just started to dream about what it would be like to write my own things. You don't have to ever do a job that gets you a million followers on social media. You don't ever have to do something that everyone looks at and celebrates because I guarantee that every single person in this room can live their lives with purpose in a way that has ripple effects that goes out into your community. You're gonna have kids, if you don't already, you're gonna have kids that years from now, what's, what's, what do they call you, what do the kids call you? You have a special nickname? I knew it. Shando? Is your name Shannon? Shando. This bitch, okay. 
I knew you were a favorite teacher. I knew you were. Years from now, you're gonna have kids who come back and they're like, Jando! Because they're a douchebag like my son. Not the one who's here, he's fantastic. The other one, he's a douche lord. It's okay, he's our douche lord, okay? How freaking rad. Every single one of us can go out and live our lives with purpose. And what I wanna say to you is to be way less concerned with knowing the ultimate purpose and way more concerned with living a life that you feel passionate about. Everyone talks about burnout and feeling overwhelmed. And I really believe that that happens a lot because you're doing stuff every single day that you hate. You're doing the monotony. You're living the same way. You're driving the same route to work. You're making dinner for these kids again, right? You're keeping them alive again. It's a lot. But when you're passionate about something, that's when your eyes light up. Do you have anything that you're passionate about? Yeah, healthcare and helping elderly people. Okay, and so do you think about what that would look like as an entrepreneur? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, watch this, this is the greatest thing. Um, whenever you don't know what to do, you definitely wanna be in a room like this one where people are really good with ideas. And if you don't happen to be at one of my shows, um, that's ready to do a brainstorm with you, uh, you can for sure get a group of your friends together, go on a page on Facebook, go into Instagram, and just be like, guys, I am trying to figure out how to have an entrepreneurial career inside of healthcare, and if it could specifically work with people who are elderly, that would be amazing, right? So watch what happens. Can we just brainstorm with her for one second? Wherever you are sitting in this room, I just want you to shout out things that she might be able to do as a small business owner that have to do with healthcare and working with the elderly. Who has an idea? Anybody's in? Community services, what else? Community nursing services, what else? Healthcare, what else? Wait, home healthcare, yes, that's what I thought too. Anyone else? Pick up people for an appointment like an Uber driver, but for grandmas! I love that. Does I this exist and does it have a cute name? <laughs> it's called Gruber. <laughs> I love this idea for you. Who else has an idea? I love it too. <laughs> Shout it in a way she can hear it. Vitamin therapy. Vitamin therapy. Anything's in play. What else? What else? Deliver healthy meals. Start a practice. Chiropractory. That's not a word, maybe. What else? <laughs> Go faster, go as fast as you can go, go. Put energy into it. Whatever that person said. <laughs> Daycare and elderly homes. Oh my gosh, what if you went, I don't know if this is a thing, but could it be where you go, have you ever seen Troop Beverly Hills? When she goes and leads the dance with the old people? Oh my gosh, and they do the Freddy, the Teddy. I really thought you guys were gonna get that one more than you did. The point is, there's so many things that you can do. Yeah. Don't be limited by your own imagination. Okay. If you don't have ideas, look around, ask people. In fact, ask the universe tonight when you're leaving here, when driving home, whatever you believe in, God, universe, whatever, just uh -huh. be like, will you show me? 
Will you start to show me things that would lead me in this path? And you would be shocked about what's about to come into your sphere. Things that you never noticed before, you're about to start noticing, okay? Okay, thank you. I but love that. Maybe quit your job. <laughs> Look, I know I'm supposed to offer you like the solid advice. Six, six months from now, don't be working there anymore. I, I if you had to, if I like was like, I'm gonna murder you if you don't quit this job and start your own thing within six months. Yeah. Could you do it? I would have it figured out in six months. Of course you would. <laughs> so bring that kind of urgency, bring life or death urgency to this dream that you have because your life is life or death. Yes. Take it that seriously, yeah? <laughs> Give it up for spring guys or it's very close to spring which means it's very close to the time of the year where i start planting my garden for summer and this year i was really excited to add a lemon tree not from a seed but like an actual tree did you know that fast growing trees is the biggest online nursery in the u.s with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the u.s you can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners of my show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code RACH at checkout. Guys, get a lemon tree like me. We can be twins. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code RACH at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code RACH. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. This says, what advice do you have for working through a difficult season of parenting? We have an 11-year-old boy with ADHD that loves technology. Who, I mean, honestly, it's, it's you right here. Yeah. Um, do you, you want to talk about it? Yeah? Okay, none of the therapists have been able to help. So, obviously, I'm a qualified therapist, so this is going to be great. <laughs> Jack, would you give her a microphone? Hi. I mean, I don't know if anyone can see. Will you stand up and tell us your name? Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's going down for real. Okay. <laughs> oh, now, before we start, just, just to make you feel a little bit better, is anyone else in this room going through a difficult parenting season? It does not matter how old the kid is. Look around. Okay. This is for you. You're not the only one, okay? So tell us what's going on. Okay, so he's 11. Hold the mic right here. My husband is a golf pro, so we've moved kind of a lot. Mm -hmm. um, started our journey in Arizona, moved to Ohio, big mistake. <laughs> moved to California and then came back here okay. um, this past July fifth grade, just finished going on to middle school, ADHD. What um, feels difficult? Everything. Okay. Be <laughs> it's specific. a struggle. Be uh, specific. Medication, getting his medication's been hard, but he loves technology. He hasn't 
because he's a little bit immature, hasn't really made connections here, but still talks to his friends in California, mm -hmm. and just rather be on anything technology-wise other than be in the moment with us. Right. Anyone else have a kid who would rather be on technology than... I got four. Okay, so first of all, you're not alone in that. Um, so what do you do to encourage him to not be on technology? Take it away. He's doing three. He's doing um, club soccer, futsal, mm -hmm. indoor soccer. Right. Piano. <laughs> right. So, so whenever he's not doing, and you're going to know better what is appropriate for ADHD. Mm -hmm. I don't have an ADHD a child with ADHD and I don't have it myself. So you'll know better, but I'm just gonna try and pull this apart from where we are. Um, so when he's not on technology, you got him in an activity. Yeah. Is that something that you have to do because you feel like it's better for his attention span or is that potentially making things worse? He likes it, it's stuff that he wants to do. Right. Um, during the season for club, it gets hard because practice is three times a week, then tournaments on the yeah. weekends. If so you have a little a kid and you're wondering, should I put them in a club sport? Don't. Do don't. Don't. No. I got a 14-year-old. He plays soccer 12 days a week. Not soccer, baseball 12 days a week. Yep. So, um, okay, so he likes the activities that he's doing. You keep him in other things. When is he just doing nothing? Um, when... Pretty much, he's not in any camps this summer, honestly. Okay. So in California, he was in a bunch of camps. He's not. So he's talking to his friends, doing his own thing. He likes building puzzles. So in the workout slash office, he has a big desk with a big Lego puzzle on it. So Real quick, what's your name? Jessica. Jessica, what's your fear? Um, that Wait, take one second. Don't answer. He's Ask, not going to make the oh, connections. Jessica. Real quick. Okay. Take a second. Take a deep breath. I want you to feel your feet firmly on the ground. And I want, to ask you, I want you to ask yourself from here, what is your fear, for real? That he's not going to make connections with other people, okay. I guess. And what happens if he doesn't make connections with other people? He's just kind of a loner. I, don't, I feel like Are there any loners are in this room? Right. Can I, um, is it going okay? <laughs> right. Um, are you a loner? I can, I'm an introvert, when an, but I'm also an extrovert. I'm kind of a mixture of the both. Do you have a bunch of friends that you hang out with? Not all the time. Okay. I have close connections. Okay. So that's what my, my fear for him is that he's not going to have those close connections. But he's only 11. Yeah. Right. Um, do you feel like it's hurting him in terms of growth, like how much he's on tech? Sometimes. I yeah. feel like the immaturity. Right. But I think that comes with the ADHD also. Well, I have an 11-year-old in July, and he's the most immature human you've ever met in your life. All right. 11-year-old <laughs> boys are the worst. <laughs> They're super immature. Yeah. They just are. Do you have older kids than him? No. Only oh, okay. one. Okay. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, so... At one and done. <laughs> one it and is. done. No, it is. Like, when you have my oldest kid, everything he did, I was like, I ruined him. <laughs> this is, I'd, and then the second one came along, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I ruined this one in a different way. <laughs> and then enough time goes by, and you start to understand, like, oh, I am putting my idea of how this human's supposed to show up in the world based on how I was raised and what I believe, I'm putting that on him. Really? I do think that all of us, well, maybe not all of us. Some of you are better than I am about being really intentional with the kids not being on tech. But I'm not going to lie. When I'm super freaking tired, 
when I'm coming home from work and I got to make dinner and I got to get Noah in a bath and her hair takes like 12 hours to do and I got to do, if she's like, can I watch Bluey for the 79th time? <laughs> yeah, you can watch Bluey because I need five minutes. I wish that I was like, no, let's go outside and build a fort. <laughs> no, and I will pay for her therapy someday if she wants to tell, but my instinct is to tell you to just be a little bit more graceful with yourself. This, this little boy is gonna be his own unique, weird, wonderful creation. He's not gonna be you. He's not gonna be your husband. He is himself. And yeah, you will know in your heart when it's a good time to be more intentional with like, hey buddy, we're gonna do a puzzle together so we can have this time. I really believe as parents, it is about the quality of the time you spend, not the quantity. It really is about that intentionality. But don't be so hard on yourself. You could try, you'd be the best mama on the freaking planet, and this kid could still get a face tattoo <laughs> and a green mohawk and knock over a liquor store. Like, he just is his own special creature. And yeah, there are things that you have to figure out as his mom, and you guys have gone through a lot of uh, change as a family, but like, he is picking up on your energy, always. Whatever you are putting out, you're walking into a room with him, you see him on tech, even if you're not saying it out loud, you're like, oh my gosh, he's, he's obsessed with tech, he's only watching YouTube videos, he's never gonna make a friend, he's never gonna kiss a girl, he's never gonna, it's all my fault, how do I get him to do what he feels that, they feel that. You are putting out a vibration every time you interact with him. And I freaking promise you, if every time you interact with him, you caught that voice in the back of your head and you were like, nope. And you just started thinking of all the things you love about this baby. Like, oh my gosh, he's so funny. Oh, in that time that he did that thing and he's really intentional. And when he, he scored the goal in soccer or he cheered on his friend, like look for the goodness in him and he will start to blossom because they can feel the way that you feel, okay? So it's just the first baby. So we're just gonna be more graceful with yourself. Okay. Guys, give it up for Jessica. <laughs> All right, okay, the next item up for bid. Okay, okay, God has us on a theme tonight. She said we're gonna talk about parenting, so this is what we're doing. How do you balance multiple kids joyfully? <laughs> with work and romantic relationships, hashtag tired moms, hashtag overwhelmed moms. Okay, who said that? Okay, we can do it anonymously, I love you, I got you. It's a, oh, oh, you said it, okay, you wanna have a combo? Oh, the group, it's a group effort. Okay, I can talk, it's okay. You know what, I actually, I'm just gonna give you a whole, like, we're just gonna, I'm gonna talk at you for a second. Um, enjoying parenting more, regardless of how many children you have or what age they are, is about you enjoying your life more. Now, okay, this is counterintuitive to everything that we are taught to believe. Um, just by chance, has anyone in this room ever gone to a RISE conference with me? Hey, girls, 
fantastic. Good to see you. Uh, so uh, at the women's conference, uh, we would talk about this a lot, that uh, if you give a room full of women a list, and maybe dudes do this too, but it's usually just women. Uh, <laughs> If you give women a list and you tell them to write out their priorities, they forget to put themselves anywhere on it. And the very few women in the room who remember to write their own name as a priority in their life usually put themselves last. So one of my favorite topics or one of my favorite stories about this is a, a really good concept and hopefully you're hearing it for the first time. I apologize if you've heard me tell this before. But years ago, I heard this woman tell the story about imagining yourself as a glass vase. So she said, imagine that you are a glass vase and you are sitting on a table. You're an empty glass vase and uh, over the top of you, someone is pouring a pitcher of water into the glass vase. And the water in the pitcher is everything you need. It's vitality, it's love, it's joy, it's energy, it's health, it's God, it's faith, it's all of it. It's being poured into you and the water keeps pouring and pouring and pouring and it will never stop. It just keeps pouring into you. It's there. That is constantly coming into us. And as women, and especially as mamas, um, we have this glass face and what we try and do is that the, as the water comes into us, we're like, oh wait, well, I gotta give some to the babies, right? So you like start to tip yourself. You start to tip yourself like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tip over here to splash a little bit on uh, Jacob. And then, I, oh, I'm going to tip over here. Oh, and then my parents, my parents are getting older and they really miss me. So I want to, and you, I'm going to tip over here and spill some water out over here. I'm going to tip over here and spill some water out in my community. And I'm a, I'm a leader at my business. So I'm going to tip some here and you keep tipping and you keep tipping. And what happens to a glass vase if it keeps tipping and tipping and tipping? Eventually it crashes and it breaks. And there's glass everywhere. And there are so many women right now who are in this level of overwhelm. They are so close to the glass face tipping over and shattering. But imagine for a second that you are this glass face and you're standing on the table, right? And uh, that pitcher of water is filling you up. What would happen if the vase just accepted the goodness, just accepted the love, just accepted the joy, the faith, the energy, the guidance from the universe, and it just kept filling up and filling up, what would happen to the water in the vase if the vase just stand firm? The water would overflow. The water would overflow and you would still be strong, but you would be full. I know it sounds counterintuitive because you're like, give me a hack. Tell me how to make morning routine easier. Tell me how to deal with it when my six-year-old says the F word in kindergarten. <laughs> Tell me what to do when this happens. Tell me what to do. We want to fix it, fix it, fix it. Because we can't believe that the answer would be that we love and take care of ourselves. We can't believe that the answer to more joyful parenting is more nights out with the girls. It's hard to believe that the answer to enjoying parenting more is that you save up and get a massage every once in a while. It's hard to believe that the answer to enjoying parenting more is that every once in a while you take those hooves and you let someone give a pedicure to those crusty toes. You all have your version of this. I'm telling you mine, I really like a massage and a pedicure. 
but you have your version of this. Maybe your version of this is that you have always wanted to go to a Renaissance fair. You've always wanted to wear one of those bustiers and you want to eat a turkey leg. And that would make you so freaking happy, right? But you don't do it because it seems ridiculous. Because the other moms at drop-off drop would judge you if they were like, well, this weekend I volunteered at the soup kitchen. And you were like, well, this weekend I gone to a jousting tournament. <laughs> this life is going to kick the shit out of you sometimes. So when it's not kicking the shit out of you, try and enjoy yourself. The audacity of doing something for you just for you is the answer, but not just once. Everyone likes to talk about self-care. Self-care is not a buzzword. Self-care is not something you do once a month. Self-care Sunday. <laughs> Girls, it's self-care Sunday. You ever see those reels on Instagram? It's like 18-year-olds being like, uh, uh, bubble bath, latte, matcha, right? Anyone else ever see those girls post something, hashtag Sunday fun day, and you're like, fuck you. <laughs> I've been up since 6 a.m. My kid pooped their pants. The washing machine broke. The dog threw up in my mouth. Sunday. Sunday's the hardest freaking day. I got to get ready for school tomorrow. I got to do grocery shopping. I got to do meal prep. Matcha. Girl, you're going to get yours. Don't worry. And when you get yours 18 years from now or whatever, when your dog throws up in your mouth, I'm going to be retired, yo. I'm going to be, my kids are going to be grown. I'm going to be living my life. The opposite of burnout is passion. When you are passionate about what you're doing for you, for you. Yes, I know you are passionate about your kids. You are taking care of your family. You are doing all the things. But if you were more, if, if you were like waking up in the morning, right? And you were like, woo Okay, today, right? Do you have anything, you three, because I'm thinking this came from you right here at the end. Do you have anything in your life? Not every day. It doesn't have to be every day. We're not there yet. But that you get out of bed in the morning and you're like, Woo Anything? <laughs> if you can't think of it immediately, <laughs> the answer might be no. I don't know for sure, but it might be. Find a thing. Find a thing. It, it could be the stupidest, like it can be the coffee. Oh, I love coffee. I've had like eight cups today. Can you tell? <laughs> I love coffee. And like, oh, you preset your coffee? You blend it yourself? Oh, talk dirty. Okay. Like, you get a real blend. You're like, you smell it in the morning. You're like, okay, okay, I see you. It's me that I see because I'm the one that preset the coffee. I'm like, okay, taking care of me. Thank you. It can be really little things. But I challenge you to find something that you're excited about.
Did you say that you liked running or did I make that up? Okay, great. Have you run a half marathon? Boom, I found it. That's what you're gonna do. The three of you are signing up for a half marathon. Tonight, tonight. I am not even kidding you, I swear on my life. More specifically, you're gonna sign up for a Disney half marathon. Look, okay, now they're like, okay, we're Disney, okay, we're Disney adults. What, is it? what are they called? Disney grown-ups, Disney whatever. You're going to sign up for a Disney half marathon, and you're going to fly or drive. Maybe it's a road trip, super fun. You're going to drive to Anaheim, and you are going to do one of the most joyful runs that exist on this planet. And it's so amazing. Anyone else ever done a Disney run? Can Anyone else ever done a Disney run? Come on, guys. Like, we're trying to hype them up. What are you doing? Anyone else ever done a Disney run? Everybody loves it. You got to do it. No, for real. Okay, just let me just paint a picture really quickly. Okay, you're going to start training, and it's super scary. Usually it happens at the first of the year, uh, end of the year, and beginning of the year. So like September and January, hypothetically. Okay, what are we in? It's Arizona. It's 100,000 degrees here. You're going to have to train in the middle of the night, okay? If you run on these streets, you will die, okay? Your mama's going to have to raise the babies because you know your husband can't do it, okay? So you're going to start training for this race, and you're all going to do it together, and you're going to hate it, and then you're going to, like, get blisters in places you didn't know you could get blisters, and you're going to lose a toenail, and that's weird. But, like, every week you go out, and you can run a little bit further, and a little bit further, and you do that thing where you start to surprise yourself. And you think, holy crap, I didn't know I could run three miles without pooping my pants. <laughs> and then you're like, oh my gosh, I ran five miles and I didn't throw up. And you keep going and it gets closer and closer to the race, and then you think, there's no way I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. I'm not, I'm not like those people. I'm not a runner, I can't do it. And you're gonna show up on the morning of and there's gonna be thousands, like, 20,000 people or something, it's amazing. And you're gonna look around at everybody, every age, every size, every level, every single person. Some of them are in costumes, some of them wear like tutus and fairy wings. Maybe you guys will do a matching moment, it's gonna be awesome, right? Okay, so then you're gonna show up and then you're gonna be so scared. You're gonna be so scared because you're gonna think, I'm gonna embarrass myself, I'm gonna hurt myself, I'm not gonna finish this race. And then the closer and closer you get to the finish line of this race, they're gonna play some song. And it's always a Disney song. And for some reason, it's always the song that your inner child did not know that it needed to hear. <laughs> On my first Disney race, the song was, a dream is a wish your heart makes. And they just kept playing it over and over and over. And the closer I got to the start of this race, I was like, this is a dream my heart made. <laughs> and then you're going to start the race. And then the whole race, you guys, seriously, every Disney character is cheering you on. I am talking. Mickey Mouse, of course, Mickey Mouse. Minnie, for sure. Mulan, badass warrior. She is there. Old school random people, yeah, Darkwing Duck is gonna show up. <laughs> Everyone's at a Disney race and they are cheering for you. You will see every kind of person and then you will get to the end of this thing and you guys will be like, holy crap, 
We ran 13 miles without dying. Or do yoga. I mean, whatever. But see what I just did is I told you about a thing I'm passionate about and could you feel my passion? That's a reason to jump out of bed in the morning. And if you bring that kind of energy to your life, that kind of energy is gonna spill out on your kids. And that kind of energy not only is spilling out on them, but it's setting an example of the kind of person that you wanna be. Don't go through life feeling overwhelmed. Don't accept that. Do something to take care of yourself so that you can live with more joy because you're living with more joy. Yeah? Guys, give it up for them. The Rachel Hollis Podcast is produced by me, Rachel Hollis. It's edited by Andrew Weller and Jack Noble.